Hey girl, hey. Hey mama. Hey, hey lady. You are tuned in to the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. We don't grow alone, and this podcast ensures that you don't have to. Grab your journal and a drink and join us. Welcome back to another episode of the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. I'm your co-host, Tiffany Huff-Struthers, and I'm excited to introduce you to this week's co-host, Dulcinea Purdue. Her official bio is in the show notes, but Dulcinea, I believe that we do the best at introducing ourselves. So can you tell the audience who you are beyond the bio? Who is Dulcinea? Well, I'm Dulcinea Purdue, and... I am a single mother. I have three children, two boys and a girl. And um, I'm an entrepreneur, so I am planning on launching my business this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay. She's being modest, but I'll let her have that. (laughs) Um, Dulcinea is also um, an author in Scenes from a Single Mom, Volume 4, which will launch in August. So make sure you are keeping up with us and following when she thrives on Facebook and Instagram so you'll know when everything is dropping. So Dulcinea, your story in the book is called I Wasn't Ready. Why did you choose that title? Um, I chose that title because I wasn't ready. That's You know, I talk about that, about how I wasn't ready to get married. I had to be like 24 Um, But we was together since I was in college. So we met in college. But I talk about how I wasn't ready. I got married early. I wasn't thinking about marriage in itself. I was just thinking about the white gown, the reception. The celebration. Yeah, the attention, you know. And it was just like once the honeymoon phase wore off, it was just like reality hit. You know, I was starting to see the things that I should have been paying attention to early on. And then I was like, you know, I, I just had to picture myself whether I felt like I could actually grow old with this person. Like, did I, I'm not ready. I didn't, I don't feel like I chose the right partner for myself as well because I didn't even know who I was. So how long did it take for you to realize, like, after the gown and the celebration that you potentially hadn't made the best decision for you? i say a year. A year? Mm-hmm. So what was it that made you feel like it was time to get ready and this was the the one? Ooh. <laughs> well, um, I want to say, because we were together longer than we were married, so it was just like, I'll say once we started having issues that we couldn't compromise or work together. That's what it was for me. So you mean after you got married and you realized there were things you couldn't compromise on. Mm-hmm. But what was it that made you think you should get married prior to, like what was it that made you feel like, okay, it's time for the dress. It's time for the party. It's time for You know forever. what? <clears throat> what it was, was I felt, I, and, I, and this is messed up to say, you know what I'm saying? But I was still young at, in my mind, you know, but I was feeling pressured, you know, because like his family was traditional, you know, and they believe in the whole have kids, you get married, you know, the whole American dream, white picket fence. (laughs) But I didn't even know if that's what I wanted for myself. Like I was just like, I'm bugging. Like 
I'm what am I doing? I didn't think about none of that. I was just thinking of, I was just feeling like I was going through the motions at some point. Like I lost so much weight between the time that we got engaged to the time I said I did. I lost a lot of weight because I, my dress was taken in from a size 14 to a 10. Wow. Yes. She had to keep taking the dress in, taking the dress in. I was like, because it was just like, once we started doing the planning, it's like you feel the pressure to just go through with it. Right. You know, but it was like, I, I just didn't feel like I wasn't, like he wasn't my spouse. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I don't know what I'm, am I doing this? I didn't stop to think about none of that before I said I do. And so I should you, have. So it sounds like you did think about it, but you didn't stop. Right. Because so much was so going on at one time, you know, like I had my son, I was a mom already beforehand and he's a toddler and then trying to find work. And we had just graduated from college as well. So you have that and he, him getting a job and not even like thinking about like planning our future together. I, I knew like somewhat what I was thinking about for my future, but we didn't talk about where we see us together at in the future. We didn't have that conversation. We should have. So no premarital counseling. We, you know what? I think we had one. One, one session. session. That's not enough. You, I mean, if you're going to do it, you, you got to do it for some months. I mean, maybe even a year from the time that you right. decided you're even thinking about going through with that. So once you got married and you realized after that year went by, um, you realized this wasn't it. Like mm -hmm. the, the, the honeymoon was over. Yeah. What, what happened then? We fought a lot, <clears throat> argued a lot. You know, I'm more explosive compared to him. Uh, he's more like the calm, chill, laid back, and it just pissed you off even more. <laughs> you know, I was the liar. So it's like, and he, even to this day, he talks about how, like, my middle or youngest son together, he does the same thing. Like, he's, like, explosive with it. So it's like, those things was in me when I was, like, young, too, at that. So it's just like, I was still learning me, like, so you made a decision. Yeah. I just was like, I want it out. I have a habit of making abrupt decisions at that. You know, I just, I make a decision, I just act on it. You know, so that's something else. It's a work in progress for me. Uh, and when I, um, when I uh, decided that I wanted out, there was no going back. Like, and I do that with a lot of things in my life. Like, I make a decision to do something, and that's that. that I, I, I keep it moving forward. There's no looking back. There's no turning back. I made that decision for a reason. It's like I have to keep going. Why I made that decision? Why was I thinking I had to do that and do it then at that moment? Was it a mutual decision? Did he also feel like you needed to part ways? No. He didn't want the divorce. Um, I wanted a divorce, and, you know, he brought up the whole – working it out, like going to therapy and stuff like that. We never made it to a therapist, but um, he brought that stuff up, but it was like he was bringing it up when he realized I was serious this time. Mm -hmm. You know, after threatening, I, I, I'm, we gonna have to go our separate ways, you know? So um, he said that um, he didn't want a divorce, but I mean, that's what I wanted to do. That's what we were just gonna do. <laughs> so, you, that was it? You made that was the final it. decision? Yeah, I just was... I was done. So how did you decide what would happen with, because at this point you have two children, right? Yeah. Together. So how did you decide what would happen with the children? Woo. 
we, because <laughs> I know it's a different story now. I, it's like I remember it one way and he remembers it a different way. But I'm, I remember like us writing it down, like on a piece of paper, because he was asking these questions like, well, what about the kids and who's going to stay and who's going to leave? You know, because we both was on a lease. And I just decided, like, you know what? If you're going to make that an issue, it's not going to be an issue. You can have the house. I left. You know, I, you can have it. If, that, if you worried about having a place to stay and how you're going to provide and where the kids. And, and then the other concern was about the kids. If I had stayed at the house and I had the kids and he leave, he was saying that, that he didn't want me to treat him like I he wasn't trying to spend time with the kids or keep the kids away from him. Those type of th deals he was bringing up. So I was just like, you can keep the kids. You can keep the kids for now, mm -hmm. you know, until I get on my feet. Because if I leave, I now have to start over again. Right. I got to start from scratch. So with that being said, you can keep the kids so they have a roof over their head. But I do want to be able to cohabit with the kids, co-parent. So um, that's what we just made that decision. And uh, before I knew it, I was being served papers um, after I had left, like after I moved out. So we had that conversation, I'd say, probably around January, and I moved out around March. And then the papers came, I think, on our anniversary, actually, he gave me the papers. Divorce papers or custody papers? Custody papers. Okay. Yeah. So it was just, it, the way it was moving was just like, we didn't think it all the way out, I'm not going to lie. At the end of the day, it ended up being the way it was supposed to be. But it was just like, I just felt like I had to get out there when I was getting out. I had to move. I had to leave the house. Because I didn't want to get to the point where we still trying to be in the same under the same roof and we not getting along. The kids are seeing us fighting and hearing us. And that's not healthy. That's toxic. So I had to just, you know, I didn't have no place. I didn't have no plan. But I slept on my sister's couch and I, I had to deal with that. That was just the choice I had to make to keep from being on the street. So do you think that in hindsight, that was the best decision for you so that you could get to a place, like you said, to get to know yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you think, do you think if you I had do. it to do it again, you would make the same decision? I do ask myself that sometimes. I do think about that because it's like, it would happen if I would have stayed and he would have been the one to be put out and I had the kids. Like what would have happened then? I, I don't think I would have went through none of the stuff that I went through you know it's just but at the end of the day I'm I went through all the stuff that I had went through for a reason there's a reason I had to go through that because I had to find me too in that process right you know so um I definitely had to get on the journey of self-love too because I after that situation me feeling like I felt him feeling like I felt my kids and me feeling like a failure because I made a decision I wasn't prepared to take on that 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 what came with it right so i say if i had to do it again i feel like i'm gonna say i'm gonna have to make the same decision because i know that that decision put me in places that i want to be right yeah, so I I mean, we won't give away all that came with you making that decision. <laughs> They're going to have to get the book to find out about the journey that you went on. But it was definitely um, it was definitely one of self-discovery. But, you know, I think people take for granted that self-discovery is not all peaches and cream. Absolutely not. 
<laughs> you gotta you gotta feel the pain you gotta purge you gotta heal you gotta get through all of that before you can get back to that place of healing and feeling like you know i'm happy with my decisions and happy with my life and happy with how i'm feeling overall i just wanted to be happy right. whatever i was doing and and do you feel like you've gotten to that place now absolutely but that was how so how many years has it been since you decided to like walk away from the marriage I have been officially, well, I say from the time that I had moved out, when I had to just leave it, I say it's been about at least 10, 12 years, maybe 12 years. So it, so it has been a journey for yeah. sure. And it was a yeah. lot of work. What would you say to somebody who is in the same kind of situation? Maybe they have decided that they are going to stay for their children. You got to make a list. <laughs> a list? Like pros yeah. and cons? Yeah, you got to make a list. You got to start there. You got to really think it out, you know, because nobody can't tell you whether the decision you made for yourself, whether what was it a good decision or a bad, only you decide that. Right. Yeah, I agree. And I think um, just because I know a little bit more of the story, Um, sometimes as mothers, we feel like we don't get to choose what's better for us versus what's better for our children. Right. But I strongly believe that if you're not making the best decisions for you, then you're not making the best decisions for your children. Absolutely. And that doesn't always make it easier, but you have to have that perspective when you get into those kinds of situations. If you can't be your best self, then you can't be the best mom either. I agree. Absolutely. So do you feel like you're ready now? For marriage? Yes. Absolutely. I say I'm ready because I'm ready to love. I'm ready to be open. I'm ready to be vulnerable. I wasn't ready to do that before. You know, I wasn't ready. And I know who I am now on top of that. So, yeah, I say yes. This is with the right person, that is. Because I ain't pressed. (laughs) I'm not in no hurry. You know what I'm saying? When you're thinking about a second time around, you have to really think about it the way you didn't think about it before. You don't want to get a divorce again. So, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, like I said, you can read the entirety of Dulcinea's story in August when Scenes from a Single Mom Volume 4 drops. Um, in the meantime, where can people connect with you on social media or anywhere else if they want to follow along with your journey? Um, well, I don't have an official page set up for the book yet, but they can check me out under my name, Dulcinea Purdue, on my actual Facebook. And on Instagram, it's uh, Sweet Dulce 2003 Okay, we'll make sure all of that is in the show notes if, in case you want to um, connect with Dulcinea and once. Everything official is launched for the um, book. We'll make sure we update you so you can get connected and um, learn about the journey. And I want to thank you for coming on and sharing with the audience. And we will leave you with this truth. We do not grow alone. And the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast ensures that you don't have to. We will look forward to chatting with you next week.
Thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode of the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. If you were blessed by this episode, please take a moment or two and leave us a review because when you do, you create an opportunity for another mom to find us and get the tips, tools, and tea that we share here as you grow through on your motherhood journey. And if you're not already, be sure to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at When She Thrives so that you are aware of all the greatness that is going on with When She Thrives out here in these streets. And last but certainly not least, grab your copies of Scenes from a Single Mom, Volumes 1 and 2, and of course, 3 and 4 are coming soon. Thank you again for listening, and we will chat with you next week.